Hi, I'm Dave. And I'm Paul. And we're going to challenge you to transform your financial future through the principles of the most profitable business in the world, banking. We believe everyone should be involved in two businesses, the business that you're in and the banking business. Everyday people can replicate what bankers have been doing for centuries to leverage capital and build wealth through private lending. Join us as we uncover the truths about money, expose lies and myths, and flip conventional financial advice on its head. Here we go. Hey, Paul. Nice haircut once again. Yeah, I got some. I'm, I'm looking all fresh and clean for the wedding. I put some product <laughs> in it today. Look at that. It's you all do have some product in it. Yeah. Got the dick fur right here. You look more like a Navy guy than an Army guy right now. Right now. I don't know how to take that. Uh, you would if you were a Navy guy. Oh. I guess I could go get my mask, and then I'll look like an Air Force guy. <laughs> Only if it's an oxygen mask because you're flying in the stratosphere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, we, I think we talk about hair a little too much on this podcast. No, uh, that's good. No, that's hey, good. If I sound good, it's because I'm talking on a new microphone that somebody gave me as a wedding gift. Whatever. What an awesome person. Whatever fan that was, thank you. <laughs> so, actually, no, that was a gift from uh, my good buddy, Paul. Uh, he got tired of listening to me on my cheap mic, so yeah, he got me something. Well, actually, it wasn't me. It was your brother. I, I thought you sounded fine. But... Oh, yeah, it was my brother that said, Paul sounds really good. Well, I guess this will be the true test if it was just a microphone or if you truly just have a much better voice than me. We'll find out. I like your voice better, I think. Yeah. Nobody likes their own voice when you hear it though. It's just but, the way it is. All right, man. Well, I think we were kind of in a mood before this. We, uh, we were talking about some things and, and a lot of it was like, man, that really irritates me or that bugs me. So I think today we're going to cover a few things that grind our gears. So yeah, Paul, why don't you start us off? What grinds your gears? Well, if you reach out to us and want to be, you know, one of our clients, we have a, a process and it's not, overly complicated or complex. We're not really even asking a lot, but there's some material we want you to know. There's some material we want you to read. There might be a few videos that we want you to watch because it's necessary, because we're taking you through a journey that, that we went through already. And we think it's the best way to become an informed client because we want you to be able to become your own banker using the process of IBC and using the product of dividend paying whole life insurance. Well, I had a guy, a uh, gentleman, this last couple of weeks, you know, going back and forth and, you know, we had a couple of, couple of chats and uh, both phone and text message and email and, uh, you know, I just followed up with him today and got the message that, uh, oh yeah, I went out to one of the big four and just got a policy the way that uh, I saw, you know, designed like I saw in this video on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, hey, it, you know, good good for you. Uh, God bless you. I don't normally do this, but I'll be willing to take a look at it just to make sure that you didn't uh, get anything that's incorrect. And I'm going above and beyond here, by the way, folks. Like I should have just said, have a nice day, right? Yeah. But I took a look at it and Dave is taking a look at it. And the policy, it, it may not be structured correctly. And I just... A cursory look says that it's not because it limits the amount of premium that this person can pay very early in the policy. So he's not going to be able to become his own banker like he thinks he's going to because he didn't put in the work. He did not go through the process properly. Right. Uh, and then totally just, and then he ghosted, right? Yeah. yeah. So super annoying and wishing the best, but he doesn't have a good, a good structured policy. Tell you but, that. And that's why we have the process that we have. And so I learned this from Trent 
um, my business coach from a, a few years ago, who really made it clear to me because, you know, I want to help everybody I can, right? You want to help everybody you can. But the fact is, if I'm helping somebody who hasn't taken the time to educate themselves first and actually understand this to the level that, you know, I need them to understand it before they move forward. What that person is doing is taking away time from somebody else I could be helping who really wants to do this and who really wants to um, create something incredible and lasting for their family through an IBC style uh, whole life policy. So we have to, at some point, be very choosy and, and be very selfish and protective of our schedule. So that's something I'm very protective of my schedule. Now, I always, I'll give anybody an introductory call. Yes. So, I mean, that's what I spend most of my days, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, doing is, is initial calls with new, with new prospects, you know, potential clients. And, but it's very easy to gauge during that call, whether this is somebody who's ready for the next step of going through the application process and finding out if they can qualify for life insurance in the first place and then put a policy in place. Or if it's somebody who saw a video on YouTube during their lunch break, got very, very excited about it and said, I want to do this, let's go. And I realized, you know, you, you don't understand what you're doing yet. And not, not to say that you have to understand everything about this, you, you never will uh, until you're using it and you've been using it for a number of years and you encounter different situations. But you, you know, this isn't a flash in the pan. It's, it's not the shiny nickel. This is like the thing that, you know, the, the ideal people who come, come to us have already read the book. They've listened to the podcast and they've got a couple really good questions. And then mostly it's just them reassuring themselves that, yeah, this is for me. Right. And then those people are ready for the next step, which is me spending a lot of time with them, as much time as it takes to, to create a policy for them that works for them and their goals and look at their overall finances and all of that. Um, that's when I'm willing to sacrifice that time to help that person because I know I'm not really taking it away, taking valuable time away from somebody else um, because this person really wants to do it, really wants to learn. So, yeah. yep. Yeah, that's right. And um, unfortunately, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff on the right side when you're in YouTube that you can click on if you're, if you're looking at a specific topic you know, all the other related videos, you know, kind of populate on the right side of the screen and people get, you know, of course you can, you can market things the way you want to market it. You can put these fancy, these fancy headlines on, on whatever. And people, people think that's, that's the only way to do this is the way it is in this 15 minute video or 30 minute video that I just watched. This is the only way to structure a policy. You should only use the big four. Like if you ask the average person off the street, Hey, what are the big four, you know, mutual life insurance companies in the United States? Most of them can't name one. Yeah. What's a mutual life insurance company. What's a mutual life insurance company. Oh, like Liberty yeah. mutual, <laughs> like the commercial. Liberty Bibbery. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah. um, you know, folks, we, we, we're pretty consistent in this podcast and what we're, what we ask of our, of our prospects and of our future clients. You know, we said very recently that we love IBC clients because they're the most educated people, right? They, they understand what is going on and therefore they understand what the solution to the problem is, right? 
they've been able to define the problem. And we talk to them about these things right during the process. We talk about what Nelson wrote in that 92 page book. Um, yeah. But if you're not willing to do that, at least, then you can't be our client. Yeah, we, we've got to protect our time, and our schedule for those who are really serious about doing this. So, yeah, good. All right. So that's that's one thing that grinds our gears. Uh, how about here's one is making things too complex. So I, I love talking to people who take this idea, this concept, and then they start building on it very quickly. And they're like, oh, wait a minute. Actually, I could start doing I could do this and this and this and this. And I'm like, yeah, you could. But let's not make it too complex. Like we got to keep this simple. You can make this more complex as you go. One example of that would be, uh, hey, Nelson talks about getting, you know, moving all of your income into policies as premium, right? So people are like, oh, well, I pay about a $5,000 credit card bill every month. So I should put $5,000 into a policy first and then take a loan every single month to pay my credit card bill and then repay that loan the next month and fill it back up and then take another loan 30 days later and pay my credit card bill. So, you know, you might be able to do that for a little while. Eventually you're going to burn out. Like this is not, that's not how you want to do it. So just keep it simple, man. It's a place to store your money. It's a place to grow your capital and then leverage it for opportunities, plain and simple. I mean, yeah, I, at, the, at the basic level, that's what it is. I, I agree with you. You know, that that's a common question because people are, they are reading closely, but you, you really need to read into what he's, what he's really saying. And, you know, in the later years, of course, is a dividend, is that premium for you? Yes. And that dividend might be massive, you know, later in life. It might match your income, right? Um, yeah. Possibly. So that's, that's one example of, of what he was talking about, but it wasn't certainly not right out of the gate because you, let's face it, you can't, you're not going to be allowed to put all of your income <laughs> into a policy right. as premium, right? You're going to be limited to about 20, maybe 25%. Now, if you make $5 million a year, you know, and you want to put half your income as premium, that might be allowed, right? But if you're a normal person who's making, you know, 50 grand a year, you can't pay, you know, 50 grand in premium or yeah. 30 grand in premium even, or even 25, right? Cause that's half. So, right. but yeah, yeah, keep it simple. Major purchases, major muscle moves in life, cars, education, homes, eventually vacations, things like that. Yeah. Tithes. Yep, exactly. And if you're watching videos and you know, you go down a rabbit hole, some people go down a rabbit hole <laughs> and which, which is great because they're, they've got that in, investigative mind. Yeah. And they just want to know, they want to learn. And they sit through nine hours of Ryan Griggs, YouTube tutorial, which is phenomenal. I'm sure I haven't sat through it. It is. It's very, it's very good. Yeah. It's very and good. I want to at some point, but if, if you can do that, but if things start getting too complicated for you, just back away for a minute and, and give one of us a call because we can, we can simplify this stuff for you. All right. Well, speaking of YouTube and creators, you know, watching videos and stuff, you got a lot of promoters online about this stuff, right? Sure. And some of them might use a tagline like, hey, get rich by purchasing cars. So whenever we talk to somebody like that, who's watched this video and they're like, yeah, so I know I can, you know, I can put money in here, then I can take it out and buy cars. And then, you know, I, I make a lot of money doing it. Uh, no. Now let's go back to square one, go back to the basics, read the book, and then let's talk again. Um, Cause that's just not the case. 
Correct. I think, you know, the videos, those types of videos are somewhat short, so you can't go into the detail of probably the background of what they're actually talking about, right? Because there's not enough time in these little snippets. But yeah. you don't make money by taking policy loans. You don't make money by purchasing cars. But there's more to the story, I would say. Is, is that yeah. fair? Yeah. And good point about you, you can't get everything from a single video. I remember when I was doing, a, I did a few TikTok videos, you know, two and a half years ago. And I think the, right. max, the max length of a video was like 90 seconds. Right. I remember posting a video on there and then you get all these, these uh, jackholes commenting like, oh, well, you forgot to mention blah, blah, blah. Or, hey, you conveniently left out this and this and this. I'm like, it's 90 seconds, bro. Oh my gosh. So if you're getting all your information on TikTok, which apparently over half, uh, some stat I, I saw, who knows if it's real or not, but over half of millennials get their investment and financial advice from TikTok, you're watching a series of 90 second clips. It's like trying to understand the stock market by watching commercials. Like I don't get, I, I don't get it. At some point, I know your attention span, like especially millennials these days is like 90 seconds. Right. That's probably why those TikTok videos, maybe it's, is it still 90 seconds? I don't know. I don't have the app, but that's why those videos are so short. Cause that's all people can handle. That's all their attention span can handle. At some point you actually got to read a book yep. or sit down with somebody, have a real conversation. You're not going to learn everything from 90 second clips. Carmel and I were just in CVS. I was picking up a little knee brace or ace bandage for her because she hurt her knee at gymnastics. And Anthony calls me via the Alexa because you can do that. And it says, it says no caller ID. I'm like, I know who this is. So I answered in the second one and he's talking about going to play the Xbox. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. But you need to read a book for 20 minutes. I was like, that's the price of admission, buddy. And we hung up and he, he ended up doing what he needed to do. But this teacher came around the corner. She's like, I just wanted to say that I'm a fifth grade teacher and I really like what you said to your son about reading yeah. books. I was like, see, Carmela? Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. not the only like, one. Yeah, like you sit down, like an actual physical book in your hand. Oh, I do it every, every night. I read a book yeah. every night. I do it every night and every morning. I've got a different book on my nightstand. I got a different book by the couch that I read in the morning. And then, I mean... My kids even have, they keep books in the bathroom. I'm like banging on the door. What are you doing in there? Reading a book? You know, it's like, well, they're boys, right? So that's just where men gravitate to get some alone time, right? Yeah. I never did <laughs> like do all your reading and thinking. I wasn't a big toilet reader. Uh, yeah. You know, my, not to get too gross. My, my dad always was, he's an avid reader, but he was, I was always, what's with the reader's digest in the bathroom? I don't understand keeping magazines in a basket right next to the toilet. Like, that's disgusting. Oh. Like, if they're up behind you, that's a different thing. But, <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, especially when you got boys in the house. It's just, it's just a gross place. Yeah. Oh, Speaking yeah. of, I got to clean the bathroom. My mom's showing up uh, tomorrow uh -oh. for the weekend. Oh, right on. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I had the boys cleaning uh, early this morning. So, eh, I always have to do a little cleanup after they clean up. Right. Of course. But yeah, they do a pretty good job. Oh, all right. We digress. Um, what's another one? How about this one? How about going dark? Like if you're in the sales world and uh, yeah, probably a lot of people listening are entrepreneurs or you know business owners of some kind, or maybe they're in sales um, 
or, or anything along those lines where you're working a lot of, you know, for a long time working with somebody and then you finally get them through the process and then you never hear from them again. Yeah. Yeah. It's annoying. Um, I would say that, um, this day and age, people are just more and more rude and you just, we're not teaching, teaching manners anymore. And just to be, just to be polite, just like RSVP, right. Um, there's a reason for that. Uh, yeah. and the bottom line is, you know, the people in this industry in the, and I'm talking specifically about the IBC world, like the Nelson National Institute, you know, approved agents, you know, we're all big boys and girls, right? If you are no longer interested or you found another, another thing, that's totally fine. But a lot, I will prioritize people in my queue for, you know, it takes time for me to type a, a decent text message up and send it to you or to, you know, hey, let's schedule a phone call and to do that phone call. That all takes, again, protecting our calendar, spending our time. That's time I'm, I'm taking away from my family or, or you know, whatever. So if, if you're no longer interested, the best thing to do is just, just shoot a quick note, email, text message, and just, and just say those things. And, yeah. you know, we'll part ways. No, no worries. It's, it's, it's totally fine. And it's very common too. And it's, and it's, again, it's okay. Yeah. You, you cannot hurt our feelings. Um, I've got a, that video on YouTube that, you know, over a hundred thousand views and like over 400 comments, you know, probably over a hundred or 200 comments are mine Yeah, responding to people. Um, but yeah, a lot of negative comments too. And, uh, so I've heard it all. You're not going to hurt my feelings. No. Yeah. I'll just go cry to Hannah. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, and that's something I'll do. I mean, I don't go dark on people, but I say, hey, it's not for me at this time. That's it. Thanks. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, how about this one? These promoters online, so you get a lot of these big faces on YouTube, and they have a lot of videos and a lot of material. And typically, and I don't have anything wrong with any of those guys, a lot of them are doing it very, very well. Yep. And doing it properly. Um, what happens at some point in this business, and I don't know if I'll get to that point. I don't know if I want to get to the point where my time is spent producing content and not working with clients, because I think you'd agree. I, I, I enjoy working with clients, working with clients who want to do this. Like that gives me fulfillment. It makes me feel good. It, 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 it turns an okay day into a really good day. Yep. Stole the words right out of my mouth. It, that's absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's, I think the client agent relationship is is so important and i've i've had this conversation with a few of my newer clients that you know you when you call that that number that i gave you that's that's mine that's my personal number that's been my right. personal number for almost 20 years uh and it'll always will be my number and and again there's nothing wrong with producing content because again uh i think everyone has the same goal um but you know i'm i'm writing your policy right i am designing it I'm right. doing your application. I'm a one-man show. Do I want to be a one-man show forever? No, of course not. Yeah, but that's just the way. That's just the way it is right now, right? Um, and it's and it's fine, and it works for me. Um, but yeah, you're not always going to talk to the person whose face you see on the video. Exactly. So they put out a lot of material, and then you call, and you get somebody who's not quite educated, like you you were expecting them to be. Right. Um, because let's face it, to understand the ins and outs of, of infinite banking and 
whole life policy design and, and mutual companies and everything like that, it takes a lot of time and study. Yes. To get to that point where you can answer any, like every question that's thrown at you. So you're, you know, these big, these big names who bring advisors in to help them out with those leads. That's a great business model. And I may be at that point at some point, at some point in my career, but I'll ensure that those people are very, very well versed and they can, they can work with these clients one-on-one like I work with clients one-on-one. Right. But, and I would say these, you know, these agents, they damn well better own dividend paying whole life insurance structure for right. IBC. Right. Right. And if they do not, you might want to think about moving along and finding someone who does practice IBC. Yeah. Because anyone, any agent can write a policy, right? They're not going to be your IBC coach because yeah. they're not doing it. They have no idea. Yeah. They can't even spell it maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, and they're probably not going to spend the time with you after coaching and you answering know, questions and any of that. So I had a, I had a client, a good client, young, young guy. He ended up canceling his policy because his, his life plans changed. And I understood it still, he, you know, huge IBC advocate. It was just that timing in his life where he was going to go get a graduate degree. And, but all the, all the FaceTime, and I shared that case with another agent, all that FaceTime was with me. All the discussions were with me. He thought he was going to get some like coaching from this other this other agent. He got nothing from this guy yeah. who was a writing agent for someone who's pretty fairly big. I won't. I'll tell you after. But did he just bring that case to you because he didn't know how to? He was inter- how to design the policy. No, no, not at all. Uh, he knew how to design policies just fine. The company that you and I primarily write for wasn't one of his main companies, but he did have a, a contract oh, with him. Yeah, but it. This this kid wanted, he thought he was going to get a bunch of other coaching above and beyond IBC, like real estate and all this, all this stuff. Oh, yeah. Wow. And he got nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So anyway, I felt bad for him. I was like, I, I know where this is going. But yeah. No, we love coaching. I wish I could spend my entire day doing it yeah. instead of, you know, doing the other office work that has to get done. So policies can get issued. But at some point, I'm working on bringing, training somebody up to, to bring them in to, to help with that workload. Nice. Yeah. How about another, you know, the other one I have is, and we've probably hit on this many times, is like people who, who hate on whole life insurance and infinite banking, yet truly don't understand it. Either one of them. That combined with people who promote IBC, yet don't do IBC. You know, they're using IULs or something else that was never intended to be used in this process. <laughs> Oh yeah, I know Nelson Nash. Yeah. Oh yeah. He like he's pretty good, except he should have done it this way. Yeah, should have used IUL. Yeah. Well, I've talked to plenty of people with IULs uh, who are much older than me, and wishing they had used a whole life. Right. Instead. So. Yeah. Add yeah. some guarantees into your life. Yeah, guarantees are good. I like guarantees. Yes. Well, what, what else grind your gears? You got anything else? I think we've covered everything on my list, I think. Oh, what did we cover shopping agents? Oh, no, we didn't. So I call this like the illustration game. And we've talked about it a little bit before, but it's not something that I'm, I'm going to do. And I'm very upfront about that with folks, which I think is good for good for people to hear the, the truth up front as well. Like, hey, I'm not going to... In this, this particular case that we talked about earlier, this guy... 
this other agent put an put an illustration in front of this guy, you know, in three right. minutes probably. And it's funny because I, you know, I listen to James and Ryan talk about similar similar things, and it's the truth. That guy couldn't wait to get an illustration in front of this guy. Here's a here's a ten percent base, ninety percent POA policy, just like you wanted, just like you saw in that YouTube video. Congratulations, super preferred or select preferred, whatever it is, um, depending on the company, whatever they call it. And wow. And it, but again, the policy is poorly designed. Can't get a lot of premium into it after a short amount of time. So it's it's just not. And I, I don't know, but this client is so ignorant, he doesn't know anything, or this, yeah. this he's not my client now, but um, he doesn't even realize what he has. And he won't realize it until it's too late. Yeah. But and if, if, if that's an agent's game, they're just playing a numbers game. It's not saying, hey, the more people I can get an illustration to, the better my chances are of closing. You know, I, I got to get 10 illustrations out to 10 people so I can get two of them to close a deal with. Right. So, I mean, if they're not even going to spend, you know, 30 minutes to an hour understanding your situation, learning what your goals are and why you want to do this and and how to, you know, what kind of policy to put together for you, how to design it. If they're just spitting out an illustration, imagine how much time they're going to spend with you after the fact to help you, you know, coach through any of these uh, these things that come up when using the policy. They're not. They're simply not going to do it. Like, hey, my policy's going to mech in year 41. Yeah, no, age is 41 that, is that policy you sent me. Oh, it was age 41. Yeah, I think it was age 41. Was oh, like, I thought it was year 41. That's even worse. Well, even regardless, <laughs> like, it's going to mech. And do you know what a mech means? No? I had no idea. Okay. Mech, back to your question, mech question mark. I was like, oh boy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, shopping agents don't. I, I don't appreciate, and I, I don't think people are doing this on purpose either. People want to get a good deal or a good whatever. The, the, the perception is, well, there's no deals in insurance. Any insurance is just managing the, the risk. Right. That's yeah. the truth. There's no deals in, in insurance. The price is the price. The cost of death benefit is the cost of death benefit. The cost of your automotive insurance is, is, is the cost, right? And it's all risk-based. Like the Hellcat premium is the highest of all four cars that we drive. It is the highest. <laughs> yeah. Because there's statistics that says it should be, right? Despite my really good driving record, right? So anyway, all I can promise those that find us appealing and that want to work with us is that you are going to get a properly designed dividend-paying whole life insurance company from a reputable mutual company designed for IBC that will be there for you when you need it. And that's the only thing that we can promise. But you're yeah. not going to get gimmicks. You're not going to get... Uh, what James would call Frankenstein design policies like 1090s. And there's good reason for that, but you need to understand those reasons. And we'll explain those to you if that's you know the YouTube clickbait that you clicked on that says 1090s is the only way to go. Right. Well, it's not. None of my policies that I own are 10% to the base and 90 to the PUA. Meaning so, none will be. And none will be. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Good. There are no deals in insurance. So, uh, you know, if you think you're getting a free lunch somewhere, there's there's a... You know, there's a give and take. So it's yeah. taken from somewhere else. And, you know, just just don't have the time to play the illustration game. Like, hey, can you produce me like 10 illustrations so I can pair them against the other seven agents that I'm talking to? Like, nope. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Not, I don't need anybody's business that bad. Right. If I suppose if I were desperate for, for your business, I would do those things. But uh, 
Yeah. Nope, not going to do it. My kids were starving, maybe, but not, yeah, not the case. They have walnuts they can go find. They do. They're all over the place out here. I keep popping them when I back out of the driveway, just <laughs> popping walnuts left and right. I'm like, oh, did I just run over a, a big screw and my tire just blew or what? So it's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's that time of year. Hey, hopefully there's still some leaves on the trees when you get here in a couple of days. It's, tree, it's starting to get real brown around here. So I think we might get through the weekend with a little bit of color on the leaves and then and then winter's here. Yep. It's over. So yeah, it'll be it'll be a nice weekend for you here. So looking forward to seeing you soon, man. Just I a know. couple days. Yep. I'll be flying up Saturday morning, early, very early. <laughs> All right, man. Well, looking forward to it. And uh We'll see you then, and we'll talk to you all later. All right. See ya. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. If you'd like to have a conversation with us to see how you can become your own banker, or if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to tackle on a future episode, please send us an email to David and Paul at theibcguys.com. And subscribe and leave us a review if you're on Apple. Follow and leave us a five-star review if you're on Spotify, and please share this with your friends. We'll see you next week.